Warning, we're not medical professionals. We're just two gross weirdos fascinated by bodily functions who read too much WebMD. This podcast will contain some pretty gross content, so listen at your own risk. Is it bleeding? Is it bruising? Is it spreading? Is it oozing? Gross! Fun! Cast! <laughs> Welcome to Gross Podcast. Uh, I'm Katie. I'm Jessica. And we have our first guest. Hi, I'm Amy. <laughs> Amy is the perfect person for uh, to be our first guest because not only I think we've all been friends with each other longer than most people that we know, and Amy was a person that when I had, what was it, a blood blister that oh, I popped yeah. on my foot from running a lot. Uh, I we... took a video of it, and we <laughs> sent it to Amy because we knew she would it like was it. so good. <laughs> I watched it three times. Maybe we can load it onto our Instagram. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You See? know, I felt really seen. Yeah, I like came over to Katie's apartment and was like, Katie, I need you to videotape while I pop this blood blister and then we have to send it to Amy. And <laughs> Katie was like, good thinking. Amy's also my resident zit popper for uh, things I can't reach. For almost a decade. Yeah, <laughs> for a long time. I think for both of us, it calms us down too. Yeah, because you like picking things. I love it. I'm really good at it. <laughs> she is. So, how are you two feeling about your bodies? I think this is the perfect topics that we're talking about because I have a sore throat from both playing a show and smoking cigarettes because I am incapable of playing a show for some reason without smoking. I think it's like maybe why people smoke after sex or something. <laughs> like when you have all that energy that you expel and it's just necessary or I have like some sort of Pavlovian association. But yeah, I will be talking about one of the things that could happen from smoking cigarettes today. <laughs> Both of us will. <laughs> yeah. My body is feeling okay. I just did a bunch of work around the house. So I'm feeling really like active and good and also gross. Although <laughs> the last episode we talked about me not showering very often and I would like to point out that even though I feel gross, I have showered within the last 24 hours this time. So <laughs> probably I showered this I'm morning. doing better than last week. Great work. <laughs> How are you feeling, Amy? I'm feeling... I was kind of telling you guys I didn't take my antidepressants for a few days. And it's a SSRI, mm -hmm. so I started taking them again, thank God, because I was a sad sack, and now my body is, like, doing that anxiety adjustment mm -hmm. and the rage adjustment, so I've been sweating a lot, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting paired with I'm coming back from a vacation where I got a good sunburn, <laughs> so I'll, like, Aww. wake up in the middle of the night covered in sweat so I can... Oof put a blanket on my bed so that I'm not laying in my own sweat puddle and then I'll just wipe my arm or like my stomach and just handfuls of dead skin will come off Whoa. because my sweat like pushes it oh, off of my body because of the like sunburn mm -hmm. so it's not like bloody or anything it's just dead <laughs> skin um, and then I have to like go in the bathroom and wipe it off and 
that's that's been interesting. Generally feeling okay. You got a tattoo too. I got a tattoo also. So that I'm using this bioskin stuff for the first time. Yeah, it's so it's cool. Amazing. Yeah. It's like nothing hurts. Yeah. Like it the tattoo fucking hurt. But you but, don't have to deal with the like what I well, yours is black and white, but every time I get a collar tattoo, I just, like, think of it as, like, uh, what are the Flintstone flakes? Like, <laughs> like, pebbles yeah. or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, like, scabs that are colorful, and totally. we don't have to deal with that with the skin thing. No, no flaking at all. It's going to look great. Also, on the antidepressants thing, when I was, like, I had been taking them in the morning, and then I was, like, switching to taking them at night, and when I went that 24 hours, it's, like, all... I mean, this is probably not at all how antidepressants work, but it's like all of the sadness that it was deadening just comes back in a flood. And I was like so emotional and I had like a standard meeting with my boss and just started like bawling. And and I was just like, oh, I can't even deal. And I was like, God damn it. I am never going to like let these lapse again. (laughs) Every time, like, no, I was like, is there anything I can do to help my partner? said that and mm-hmm. I was like I d- everything's wrong there's dust <laughs> everywhere we have vacuumed blah, blah, blah. and he was standing with his hands on his hips listening to me and he was like mm-hmm. I hear you <laughs> could you just move your elbows <laughs> like I'm fucked up man <laughs> but your elbows are ruining me <laughs> el- I can't even walk past you I feel trapped by you being three feet away from me with your elbows out. That's a real thing, though. It's like one of the things I get trained on. Yeah. Like in uh, advocacy work that you should never, if somebody's having a crisis, you should never block exits and you should always like stand like palms open mm. uh, because other, that kind of body language it makes people escalate. That makes sense. I should talk to Noah. <laughs> Did you listen palms to open, your palms open? Stand at an angle. Yeah. And uh don't Stay block out any of doorways. The front of the door. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's real. I'm in crisis <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, another body thing I thought about mm-hmm. and that's that I've I've been at my new job for 3 months now and I just had my 90-day review. And they basically told me that I'm awesome and surpassing so all expectations, except yes. that I'm late every day, and that's a big problem. <laughs> so, Sorry, I'm in you're the same boat, so... <laughs> I need to work on that, but um, later that day, I got told that I did something wrong, and it wasn't even, like, a... really, like, a reprimand. Like, it was just somebody saying, like, don't do this next time. And I, even though mentally I was totally calm about it and I handled it like in a great way and was just like oh yeah cool and like clarified a few things but I could feel my face getting like so red and so hot from embarrassment and I was just so mad that I couldn't control my body in that moment where I was like I felt like I've done so much work to be able to control what I'm thinking and what comes out of my mouth, but I just felt totally helpless that my body was, like, betraying everything, and I probably looked like I was about to cry Aww. over something really small, so. They're like, next time you poop in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, speaking, what that makes me think of is actually pooping, uh, because when, because yesterday when I played that show, I have this thing that's been happening, well, actually that has been happening, like, ever since I started playing music, 
but um, I've gotten to a point where I don't feel like stage fright anymore, like consciously, yeah. but my body reacts with yeah. anxiety and I just shit all day. Yeah. I have like IBS <laughs> like just for like day. the whole day and I'll be like totally calm and doing fine. But for some reason, my like anxiety manifests in my stomach and I'm just like, I think I shit like seven times yesterday. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And, and then my cat farted in my face and I feel like she was uh, <laughs> like, oh. uh, like sympathetic. Yeah, sym- sympathetic <laughs> to my gastrointestinal problems. Okay. Well, should we get started on our things? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, everyone, repeat after me. Tonsillolith. <laughs> Tonsillolith. <laughs> it's a biofilm. They're also known as tonsil stones. And if you've ever had that thing where you, like, wake up in the morning and you, like, cough and you're not phlegmy but something chunky comes out of your throat... And you look at it, and it's, like, a little pretty hard, but not, like, as hard as a rock. Globby. Like, <laughs> looks like it's a cell animal. Whoa. <laughs> piece of white or, like, off-white shit that's in your hand oh. after you cough it. Like, you cough it out, tastes weird. You spit it out into your hand because you're still laying in bed. Maybe you have tissues next to your bed, but I don't. Um... <laughs> And it's it you like go put it in a tissue so you can squish it up and it doesn't squish that easy. <laughs> That's a tonsil stone or a tonsillolith. I feel like I can tell that you, as I was a creative writing major, with your good <laughs> adjectives. <laughs> I have a, a logistical question while we're here. Okay. Are there people who cough things up or like blow their noses and don't look at it? I think mm. so, but I'm not one of them. I don't. I don't know how you cannot look I at think, stuff. That I think comes Noah's out. one of those people. Really? Oh. Does he not look at his poop either? I don't know. I haven't been there. <laughs> is it like intentional? Like you don't want to see it, or you don't want to acknowledge it, or is it just that people are genuinely uninterested and don't care? I don't know. I had this conversation with a girl once about uh, menstrual products. And how she was not willing to try, like, sponges or cups because she would have to, like, touch her own menstrual fluid. And I was like, I don't under... Yeah. What? And, you don't see it. Like, <laughs> it made no sense to me because I... It has been very long since I thought of my own bodily things as gross. Yeah. Yeah. There are some things in my body, like, where it's like... I think it's kind of gross when I cough up, like... I guess poop is kind of gross. Um, yeah, I don't really want to touch I wouldn't poop. touch my own poop. I, I, I have touched my to. own poop. Like, because yeah. I had to, like, send it. Like, Oh, I had to do that, too. Yeah. But, um, send it to a lab. That's what I had to do. <laughs> Not to anyone. <laughs> I had to send it in the mail. I had to send it. Uh, had this, uh, boyfriend. We sent each other each send other's poop. straight to hell. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like. When Noah's sick, he'll, like, blow his nose, and I'll be like, is it still yellow? <laughs> and he'll be like, the fuck? And I'm like, mine's clear! Feeling great! Like, I'm, a, I'm a, in the home stretch! But, like, there are things that come out of my body that I look at, but I still think are gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it's teaching you what's going on with your body. Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't make me... Mm, there's a few things that I've coughed up that made me, like, bleh, like, gag a little bit. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. But a tonsillolith is not one of those things that really made me gag, <laughs> except when I was coughing it up. Um, so what happens is that your ton- your tonsils 
are like super porous things. They're like spongy, crevicey. There's pits in them that are literally called tonsil crypts. What? <laughs> yeah. Tonsil crypt. Yeah. So That's... inside of your tonsil crypt, different kinds of debris like saliva, food, dead like your your you know how like when you're washing your skin on the outside of your body, like dead skin cells come off your mouth is constantly like rejuvenating its skin and there's like dead cells sloughing off, especially if you're eating like tortilla chips or something. <laughs> so as you're swallowing stuff, as your mouth is closed, things go into your tonsil crypts. And if you're like not super hydrated, if you're smoking, if you have bad dental hygiene, if you have like serious like sinus ish- issues or like inflamed tonsils, it's way more likely that stuff will get lodged in your crypts and not disengage from there, that they'll all kind of, it'll pack in there. Mm-hmm. And it's generally not like a macaroni noodle that's going to get in there. It'll be like a <laughs> particle of a macaroni noodle. Yeah. Um, or like if your salivary glands are doing some weird shit um, and not like producing enough saliva, there's not enough irrigation mm. of your tonsils. So that's why I like smoking and not drinking enough water and not being, not having like your mouth juicy enough uh, <laughs> can kind of fuck with you. I just had the thought that we should call this episode Tales from the Tonsil Crypt. <laughs> I like that. So a lot of people don't know that they have tonsilliths and like I didn't know that I had them, but I there was a period of my life that I had pretty, pretty bad breath. I think it was also while I was smoking cigarettes a lot and I probably wasn't drinking that much water or drinking a ton of beer, like all of those things. And it was like, oh, I've got bad breath because I was smoking. Oh, I've got bad breath because I probably drank so much alcohol that I just passed out without brushing my teeth every night for the Bond last a three bit months. In your I mouth. threw up. Like, <laughs> and it's like, those are probably good reasons for bad breath. But also I was packing my crypts full of dead cells <laughs> And they were holding on to all of that stuff. And that's what, that's one of the causes of heliotosis or bad breath. So Is it heliotosis or halitosis? Halitosis. What's heliotosis? I don't know. That'll have to be another episode. Bad sun breath. <laughs> halitosis. Sorry. Yeah, I looked Didn't up they... a lot of halitosis Thank stuff. You. Didn't they decide that halitosis was actually a myth? Created by the dental industry, you used kind to scare of. kids. Yeah, but I yeah. think it was a myth created in your tonsil crypt. <laughs> well, <laughs> Back I think in the it's tonsil like crypt, it not. Goes. It's just a fancy word for a thing that happens, but it's not like, like a disease. A disease. Yeah, okay. like it's you don't so have then, halitosis. You yeah. like you don't. You're not. You don't have halitosis the way you have like genital warts yeah like you, you can't contract halitosis no. that was no that yeah. if you get it once you're stuck with it for life yeah, it's more it's like, like a symptom yeah it's it's okay. a symptom rather than like a genetic thing or like mm-hmm. a like some i remember a kid being like well my dad has halitosis so, so do i mm-hmm. where it's like no mm-hmm. you just gotta brush your teeth man mm-hmm. like so some people get super inflamed tonsils because their crypts are getting really full of stuff um, and it's like, if still, if you're not irrigating enough, if you're not hydrating enough, if you're uh, like putting, like just being unhealthy in your mouth and not giving it the chance to clear out, 
it's going to get in there and like pack up and make your tonsils more inflamed. So some people have to like have their crypts exhumed (laughs) (laughs) or like uh, expressed kind of. Um, Other people find that it works for them to like fast for a couple of days and Mm. just drink water and it loosens all that shit up. And then they just do a lot of coughing and get it out. And for me, it's only ever been that I like cough up little chunks and I've, I went in and looked today. Um, but if you want to see it, you open your mouth, stick your tongue out, shine a bright light in the back. And if you look at your tonsils and you see white or off white or kind of yellow stuff, that's not the color of your general interior mouth surface. (laughs) Those are tonsil stones. And you've got some tonsillates. One thing that's very important is, uh, to not poke at them with anything metallic. <laughs> um, it's good to use if you're like trying to get them out. I would probably recommend going on a fast for a day or two and drinking a bunch of water and just trying to get it out naturally because if you just poke at it and prod at it, you can hurt your tonsils. Like you can rupture your tonsils. Oh, geez. Because they're really sensitive, spongy yeah. creature. Like I kind of think of tonsils as like a sea sponge. Yeah. I don't think I know what tonsils do. I don't think I do either. Yeah, do they even... Well, obviously you don't need need them. them. I think they're kind of like your nasal passages, like Hmm. they... Or your nasal hairs. Yeah. Like they catch shit. Yeah. Um, Oh, they're lymphatic tissue. Okay. Cool. So they help drain all kinds of liquids and... Oh, that's why they're so porous. Yeah. Okay. So that explains why you can survive without them, but they do serve a purpose. Okay. Well, hasn't it, like, changed, like, they used to take everybody's tonsils out, and now they're kind of like, well, you don't have to take them out. Yeah, or they only take them out if there's a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tons of fun. So fun. So you're... Do you want to talk about your story? Yeah, well... Yeah. So I didn't rupture my tonsils. Thank God. <laughs> so you didn't poke at them but with metal. <laughs> I no, not okay. metal. Um, I'm pretty sure I got tonsil stones from a blowjob. Because <laughs> 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 <What? laughs> shortly before I discovered them had uh one of those uh blowjobs where it uh the semen like hits the back of your throat and you're like coughing come on everybody's experiences right (laughs) i don't like semen yeah i don't mind blowjobs um and so that had happened um i probably should have been like hey in-laws if you're listening don't (laughs) you should skip through Um, but so then I thought I had, like, a pube stuck in back of my oh, throat God. or something. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Because, like, I, like from that moment on, then I just felt like I had something stuck in my throat. Yeah. And then I eventually took my phone with, like, the flashlight app on, and I had these, like, protru- like a couple yeah. white, like, like, they were protruding out yeah. of my tonsils. tonsils. Tonsil crypts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. So, Your I did. Your tonsil crypts were full of jizz. Yeah. 
And other things. Probably. It might have been, like, already building. Mm-hmm. I was smoking a lot at the time with the possums in my backyard. <laughs> and <laughs> so I did a bunch of research and saw that you could loosen them with a saltwater gargle. gargle. Yeah. So I did that, like, hot water and salt water for a while. Hot, hot water and salt for a while. And then I took, I got, like, those longer Q-tips. Yes. And, um, I just kind of pushed it out. That's exactly what you should do. Yeah. Uh, though it was the scariest thing and I felt like a Cronenberg movie. I can't believe you didn't call me. I know. I should (laughs) have. I think I was really embarrassed. Because you thought it, and you were like, I was pretty sure it was cum. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I've cum stuck in the back of my throat. Like, who am I going to like call? Tell me that part. I remember that after you did it, you came out of the bathroom and were like visibly shaken. Yeah. Clearly a traumatic experience. It was like having, it was like birthing an alien creature from my throat. (laughs) By yourself. Yeah. It was really scary. And I was, like, gagging the whole time, so it was just, like, this fight against my own reflexes. We were like, okay, I gotta throw up in the toilet now. I didn't throw up, but I felt like it. I would have. It was really Just because touching things back there makes me... My gag reflex is so strong, there's no way I could even get back there. Like, somebody would have to (laughs) put me under, like, general anesthetic to clear them out. I think it was so uncomfortable that I was so determined to get it out, because it Basically, I think it because it was there over like the course of a few days, it was just like somehow collecting more yeah. things. <laughs> and by like day two, I felt like I had like a tortilla chip stuck in my throat. <laughs> Fucking like effect. it was terrible and it was so painful that I was like, I have to get this out. There's not another choice. Ooh. Like one of those like moms lifting a car off their kid kind of thing. <laughs> Did it feel like? popping a zit out i actually feel like i didn't really feel it very much you know like 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 the tonsil itself i feel like didn't have like a lot of sensation um i think or the like gagging was so overwhelming that that was the only thing i was thinking about how big were they uh maybe like a very large rice yeah thing like a fat rice like a the grain of rice yeah like uh the sushi rice yeah Exactly. Cool. Like a like a little sushi rice. Oh my god. How many were there? Well, I, there was one that was like big sushi big, rice. Yeah. The other was maybe like a sushi sushi rice sushi rice cut in half. It was more of a ball. Yeah. Cool. Insane. Yeah. It was really gross. That is gross. <laughs> Man, how stinky were they? I don't think I really paid attention to that. That's fair. <laughs> I immediately threw them in the trash. Like, get it away. Burn sage. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) I've definitely had had them before, or just like mostly the feeling of having something stuck back there. But I think that might have all been sort of dislodged on their own. Yeah. Probably not that big. Oh, they're gross. Can we go back to? when you wake up in the morning and you cough something out, do you guys keep tissue next to your bed? Yes. I'm not very coughy in the morning. Hmm. I'm sneezy all and like drippy all the time. Sure. I not only do I keep tissue next to my bed, I also keep it like 
on my desk and in my car and in all of my purses and half the time there's one that's like slightly used in my pockets. <laughs> I always have tissue all the time. Fair. I do always have to have tissues at my desk at work because my nose just runs all the time. Mm. I feel like more than throat stuff, I got like nasal drip. Yeah. I also don't know how to hawk a loogie. So. Yeah. Interesting. I'm bad yeah. at that. I'm great at it. Can you teach us sometime? I just... <laughs> I just, yeah. this is really disgusting. I just swallow. Ew. Ew. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Gotta go. I don't know. This is the fastest way to get rid of it. Yeah, but then you would poop it out. Do you? I don't is know. Is that how it works? I, or it'll come up later. I don't know. I think you just like reabsorb it. Also, it in recycles. my head, a loogie is full of germs. Probably. And, and so if my body's telling me not to stick it into the, the like, get it into your bloodstream part of my body, I try to get rid of it. Every time that I have... I have successfully, like, hocked a loogie a few times, but every time that I've done it, I just started, like, almost vomiting. Like, I just have this, like... I think because my gag reflex is really intense, so, like, I will just, like, gag and gag and, like, dry heave for a while anytime I've, like, hocked a loogie. Can you just spit? Regular spit? Yeah. Mine sprays. (laughs) I'm I'm not good at spinning. What about just like dripping? Oh, I tried. The other day I tried to drip a loogie onto my cat. (laughs) I don't remember why. We just thought it would be really funny to tease him. And it took me probably like 10 minutes to get up a loogie that would actually drip drip out of my mouth. It was pretty pitiful. Also, I went on a new birth control a couple of months ago and... I think it's making my mouth a lot drier than normal, mm. and I, I, I did look that up. I saw it was it was one of the side effects that uh, um, affects like a, a reasonable number of people. It's not that rare, but I was thinking about that because these cigarettes that we bought to try were like really like harsh on my throat, and I think it's mostly just that my throat is a lot more sensitive than it used to be than the cigarettes themselves. But they are harsher than the other lady cigarettes that we smoke. Oh, we got a Nat Sherman kind, because since the smoke shop closed, nobody sells the Fantasias downtown anymore. We can't find them anywhere, and so... We've been doing this, like, survey of other fancy cigarettes <laughs> to see out. if we can find something comparable, and there isn't anything. Especially because everything is a vape shop now. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all horrible. You're like, can uh, I just request, and I will buy them? Please? I do! I've been, t- every time no, we go to we JJ's, like, I'm like, please get these, I'll buy them all. We were pretty close to being like, can I speak to your manager? Um, <laughs> It's I'll really just, important for it's us really, to have these rainbow cigarettes. It's really important that we have rainbow cancer. Thanks with the, gold foil uh, filters. Probably. Uh, we, we have it checked there. A yeah, we should. Oh gosh. No, that's I'm a not terrible sure idea. If I'm ready to be what? a carton buyer. <laughs> we Wait, buy we should cart- stop smoking. I know, <laughs> but the uh, one pack lasts me for a good like six months yeah. to a year. So a carton would take so long to go through. Do cigarettes expire? I know, we'd have to keep them in the freezer. I think they go stale, right? If they Mm -hmm. open. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, if somebody wants to buy me a carton of Nat Sherman Fantasias, my birthday is in like two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways, I have a dry mouth and and I can't spit. But I was thinking recently that I would really like to be good at spitting because... There's a couple of people around town that I was worried about running into, and I really wanted to be able to spit on them. How funny would it be if you just... (laughs) 
second. I gotta, <laughs> hey, I gotta work you. up my good loogie. Just stand right there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like on the second floor at like your work or something. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Because <laughs> you have that nice balcony. Two nice balconies. It feels like you're like saying goodbye on a ship. <laughs> you're I'm just gonna start dropping loogies on people. Yeah, but make sure you hit them so I don't have to clean it up. Okay. Yeah. Or my last day there is in like a week and a half. So. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. Um, what you got, Katie? Do you, um, do we have more about tonsil stones? Any other thing else about tonsil stones? Mm, oh, well, one thing that I think is really interesting is, like, plaque tonsilliths, they're all biofilms, and biofilms are fucking nuts. (laughs) Like, Sam Top, who I think you should have be a guest in the future. Oh, probably. Yeah. He thinks that biofilms are, like, the end and beginning of every body issue or body pro thing in the world. Does that include, like, plaques in your arteries and stuff, too? Like, plaques on your heart, plaques Mm -hmm. in your attitude, like... What? (laughs) Your attitude? I don't know if that's real, but plaque, plaque, plaque. Um, Sorry, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on airplane! (laughs) At Tinder again? No. Sam <laughs> tap on Tinder. <laughs> He's all like, "I heard you talking about me." I don't know where I am. I don't know. He doesn't eat like gluten or sugar. Like he thinks that like can and this I don't know shit about, but like so like candida type mm-hmm. of like sugar addiction, sugar like the sugar monster living inside of you is mm-hmm. like related to like biofilm issues, wow. and that those things are like huge. As to why depression happens. Well, yeah. Hasn't there been a bunch of research on, like, your gut flora? Absolutely. like, that being related? Totally. But, so, it's, like, he... The way that he's presented it to me is, like, it's in your gut, but also it spreads throughout your whole body. So, Mm -hmm. like, it's fucking wild shit. There are a lot of reasons I would love to pick Santa's brain about body (laughs) stuff. Yeah. (laughs) You could have, like, a fucking... Three chapters of Sam Top. Yeah. This is our three-part series. Like, he, like, made a... He made, like, electrode things that he, like, rides around on his bicycle with them, like, on him. Like, like his bike powers them? No, he powers them. Or he has batteries taped to him, something. I did start using that um, device for menstrual pain that is electrodes and it Ooh. sends you little um sequenced shocks to like trick your nerves nice so is it working i think it works i haven't had to use it in a while thank goodness but it 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 just kind of like distracts your body and it sort of interrupts the flow of pain signals mm. so they don't get to your brain so have you tried doing it on other sore muscles not yet, but they make a really similar device called a TENS unit, T-E-N-S, oh, yeah. and those are bigger and a lot cheaper, and a lot of people use them for back pain. And mm. I was thinking about getting one of those, because where I'm going, there's no massage people. Yeah. Aww. Here, I'm just going to say some symptoms of tonsils. <laughs> Bad breath, sore throat, trouble, trouble swallowing, ongoing cough. <laughs> Bad breath, sore throat, trouble swallowing, ear pain, 
Ear pain. Ear pain. Oh, that makes sense, though. Yeah, it's right it there. all pushes. Yeah. Huh. Ongoing cough, swollen tonsils, white or yellow debris on the tonsil. So um, I researched other types of stones that you can get or have in your body, and we all have little stones inside of our ears made yeah. of calcium carbonate called ot- otoliths or otoliths, hmm. and they help us with our balance. Interesting. Um, like, we need them. So neat. I I think I, it's interesting that they're made of calcium carbonate, and I wonder like if this the size of them fluctuates with the size of your body or with other things that you ingest or or don't ingest, or like maybe that's one of the reasons that we need to have a regular calcium intake or something. But hmm. yeah. can but, they be damaged? Um, I assume so. I wonder if that's like part of why I'm dizzy all the time. Maybe. Maybe not eating enough calcium. <laughs> Maybe you're all shattered. I have listened to too much rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Is it O T or A U T? O T O L I T H. But people do all kinds of science experiments about what happens to your otoliths when you get like moved around or put into space and stuff. And I. That's crazy. In space space? Yeah, they've sent animals to space. <laughs> well, up it, up into the sky. I don't know what, where, where the, <laughs> the atmosphere becomes space and where the animals are in in relation to that. But they they have some kind of sensor that figures out like what your autolith is doing oh. in zero gravity. Cool. Um, and fish have them too. It helps fish with how they like balance and move in the water. And fish otoliths grow as they get older, so you can tell how old a fish is by looking at how big its otoliths tree rings or something. That's like, um, well, that's not like that, but have you guys, there's that book that recently came out with the gal who tells how she almost died like 13 times or something. No. And one of them is, she like was swimming or like cliff jumping or something in the dark and she has perhaps something wrong with her autolith because she can't tell what's up or down (gasps) so she jumped in the water plunged deep and then couldn't tell which way was oh so scary the air that's terrifying It's, it's like do you just are you born without autoliths like it's probably possible yeah. I don't know. I have a hard time with that, too. Maybe that's why I don't like the water. But, like, I guess this is what I kept telling you. All you would have to do is just relax your body. I know. It'll just rise. Yeah. yeah. You can let it float, but I I don't know. I panicked. Yeah, I guess. I and if agency. you are afraid of, like, losing your, like, like breath or yeah. whatever, you know, like, not being able to hold your breath long enough. Yeah. Then. I think you would panic to get up faster. Yeah. Totally. Also, if you're in water that's not still, like, you probably need to help yourself yeah. get to the surface. Yeah. Oof. That's really scary. Really yeah. scary. So, that's that's the type of stone that we need. There's other sorts of stones. Like, if you eat fibrous material that you can't digest, it can kind of turn into a stone inside of your stomach mm. Um, with, like, sunflower seed shells or like medication that doesn't fully digest or mm. even humans can have hairballs 
I didn't do more <laughs> research into that because that really grosses oh, me out. Oh, that needs to be an that needs to be an episode. What are they but called? that is maybe my worst fear. Um, yeah, they're called basilars. Oh yeah, totally. Um, and I so those things. If you the animals that eat um, way more plants, they they build up minerals around the basilars, mm. and they they can turn into what looks like gemstones if you yeah. polish them. So like people what? Yeah. into jewelry. I want a necklace made out of a hairball. It's supposed to protect you from poison. Yep. People like witches use them in medicine. <gasps> mm-hmm. So cool. Not the ones from people because those animals. don't shine up very well, but like yeah. from goats and stuff. That is, yeah. I, I really want common, one of those. Mostly just in ruminants, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, and cool. then there are also a lot of sea animals and birds that eat rocks. And it helps them chew their food if they don't have teeth. Um, or, like, to act as ballast if they, like, big whales and stuff need to mm. sink to find food. Then do they, like, shit them out? Um... <laughs> Yeah, or or um, like the with the birds, they 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 have the, the gizzard pouch. Oh yeah. So I think they eat them, and then I don't Do know they if regurgitate it's regurgitate like, them. Yeah, there must yeah. be some sort of like two step swallowing process or something. So they think... they use the rocks in their gizzard pouch to chew yeah. the food, and then swallow the food and not the rocks. I don't know. Huh. I wonder, like, if a whale ate a bunch of rocks. And then wanted to get rid of them, if they could just open their mouth and turn so their mouth was facing <laughs> down and it would just tumble out. Maybe. Unless they didn't know up from down. Yeah, I hope they have their autoliths. <laughs> I wonder how big whale autoliths are. I wonder how big the rocks are that they eat are. Well, like, I don't know. Like, do uh, they just scoop them up like their mouth <laughs> shovels mm-hmm. them? Or does like a... Another whale friend, like, bring them one. And yeah. Oh, they find all those dead <laughs> whales whose stomachs are full of plastic. And I no. think, like, if the plastic doesn't go anywhere, then the rocks, the rocks probably, probably don't. don't go anywhere either. So. Do you think they're eating the plastic because they think it's a rock? I, I think, not. well, a lot of whales just kind of open their mouths. And... Yeah. The baleen is supposed to. Oh, because the plankton. Yeah, yeah so they just out. open it up, get all those little fishies. and. I wish I could eat that way. I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I feel like I do kind of eat that way sometimes. Just only just menchies. Like... <laughs> I just want a flood of menchies. Yeah, I just want to be in my body. Pool of menchies. <laughs> you want like a beer bong full of menchies? No, I want to be in a in a swimming pool oh, that okay. I just open my mouth and just swallow. Face coming. Frozen yogurt. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, should I talk about Black Hairy Tongue? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I researched Black Hairy Tongue, which is actually not a very bad thing, but, uh, like, it's not, what's the word? It's a harmless condition, okay. is what they call it, but uh, it is exactly what it sounds like. Um, your tongue gets, like, black in color and looks like it's hairy okay its scientific name is lingua velosa nigra and basically what happens is the there are so many words in here that are hard for me to pronounce uh the papillae i don't know if i'm pronouncing papillae 
um, they get elongated or they like just keep growing because like for a lot of different reasons, basically the, we eat and then it sort of like gets basically a haircut, I guess. Yeah. So the papillae are the hair-like things on your tongue. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're cone shaped. Uh, and they, a lot of these articles talked about that they cover the dorsum of your tongue, which makes me think of dorsal fin, which now I just have an image of a dolphin tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but basically they get like kind of covered in bacteria or other things and they get longer than they're supposed to. Like one of the things that can cause it is, um, if you are on a soft diet. So if people are like having surgery or something and they're only eating like liquid diets or like Mm -hmm. things that are mushy, they're not eating stuff that would like, um, have like a rough texture and kind of get those taken care of. Sometimes it's not black though. And it can be like green or pink. Um, and like, I think like a more neon-y pink than your tongue already is. Is That that must just be based on the kind of bacteria that's I think so. Um, so like I said, doctors think that it's harmless. So it's really just, um, like it's not going to turn into something worse, but it's basically just mostly caused by either like, um, bad hygiene or the diet thing that I was talking about or, uh, smoking. And um, also some medications. Um, so, but Katie, I think that you have had this because it's caused by Pepto Bismol. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Pepto Bismol when you take it makes your tongue turn black. For not some for people, everyone. not for me. So it's done that to me before, yeah. and then we tried it again a couple of months ago just because I was feeling like super nauseous and I didn't want to take Pepto Bismol, but I was like, fuck it, like I got to do something. I was, like, chugging ginger ale and stuff, and it wasn't working. Um, But it didn't turn my tongue black this time. Did you take liquid or the tablet? The tablet. Yeah, the tablets always make... Well, I haven't taken them in a long time, but when I was living in China and just had diarrhea for, like, two years, I took the tablets, and every time i take it, I had a black tongue the next morning. Weird. It happened to me when I took the liquid, so... Hmm. It must just be what's in it. Yeah. Well, and maybe it could be, like, what you're consuming at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you were smoking when you were in China, you were like had more of a disposition to mm-hmm. predisposition to it. Or if there's like a certain bacteria already present, it's yeah. exacerbated mm-hmm. by the Pepto-Bismol. Yeah. Well, also uh, one of the things that causes or that it's like linked to is a uh, carotene production. Mm-hmm. So like it's like overproduction of carotene and like maybe you're predisposed to it if you're already having that in other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I get, Keratin buildups like in my skin and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that like? It's they it talked about that like, last time. Totally <laughs> harmless. They're just like little tiny bumps. Do you pop them out? Um, when they get really big, yeah, it's just like a a little tiny hard pearl totally. inside of them. I get those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just thought they were less juicy zits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how many times you've said juicy. So they are treated. uh, It's really weird because like a lot of things said they're treated by reassurance, um, which I think basically is just the doctor being like, you're fine. You're not dying. 
And um, <laughs> because it's really not that big of a deal, they just tell you to quit smoking or like brush your teeth more yeah. and or like not or like change whatever medication you're taking. Because um, it seems like a lot of like, like maybe like antipsychotics and like bipolar medication can cause it too. Mm. Um, so it's pretty frequent in like people who maybe have like kind of like dual diagnosis, like they have um, both addiction issues and, um, like mental health issues. So it's common when those things align because they might be taking antipsychotics and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so there are a few other things that, uh, can cause it. So apparently some mouthwashes, um, if you use witch hazel, uh, can sometimes cause it. And, um, you, but you can like, get rid of it by using a baking soda based oh, mouth huh. rinse instead of um, the other ones that cause for some people. Um, I think it's because it's like changing the pH, pH. of your mouth or yeah. something. Um, also eating pineapple or uh, sucking on a peach stone. Can or fix it or mm -hmm. get it? can fix it. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. Aren't those things like pineapple is super acidic. Yeah. And baking soda is really basic, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So I think it just changes the pH yeah. enough so that that bacteria is not happy. Yeah. Hmm. So apparently they the little papillae, the hairs, can grow up to 15 times their normal length. Whoa. So your tongue can get really creepy and uh, swollen. Uh, Whoa. Apparently also drinking a lot of coffee can cause it. Um, and, uh, not producing enough saliva. Oh, it's peroxide in mouthwashes, washes okay. that can cause it, um, or menthol, um, in mouthwashes. And it's way more common in men. And that is, uh, apparently because dudes are gross mostly. Uh, <laughs> they're so basic. <laughs> Because, uh, like, one of the biggest causes is just bad hygiene. And so, <laughs> like, the scientific papers that I reading it, was reading about this were basically, like, yeah, men suck at taking care of themselves. And so men are, like, far more likely to get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chime in with every time you've had a UTI just because of a partner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I had a UTI for, like, three years. And then when I broke up with so-and-so. I stopped getting them. <laughs> Um, so this is kind of terrifying to me and I don't know how much this would hurt, but if they can't get rid of it and it keeps getting worse, um, they might surgically remove the papillae. Oh God. Um, oh. like either with surgery or electrosurgery, like with a razor. La 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 la. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> uh, Ow. And... So historically, uh, it was discovered by, uh, or well, first described, who knows if it was like discovered <laughs> by this person, but, um, the first like recording of it was, uh, some doctor named Amatus Lusitanus, who was, a Portuguese Jewish physician. Um, and he, in the 16th century, and he was the one that discovered, uh, like circulation of our blood. Yeah. Good job, dude. Yeah. You're not basic. <laughs> he probably took care of himself. Yeah. <laughs> or he discovered black hairy tongue on himself. <laughs> I was like, dear God, I have to get my life together. What's going on here? <laughs> Gotta quit smoking. Yeah. 
So I couldn't find much about um, when people have gotten both black hairy tongue and tonsil stones, except for that it does tend to have both of those things can happen um, together in people who smoke a lot. Mm. So I found this thing that says there was like a study and NYU and in, it's talking about why it happens when cigarette smoke is because it drastically alters the composition of the oral bichrome, microbiome. Oh. Um, and so that's kind of what causes um, smokers to be more susceptible. Oh, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and apparently it happens in 13% of the population. Like regularly? Or at some it, point? It has, has happened okay, too. True. But okay. it's also seemed like not very common in adults because one of the other things that I saw was like, oh, it happens to like, this is like what Wikipedia said was like 0.05% of adults. So oh. there must be like a lot of kids. And I don't know if like by adult they're also cutting off elderly or something mm. because it seems like elderly folks get it a lot too. Do you think we could do an experiment to see if we could make ourselves get black hairy tongue? We'll just Probably. take Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> we'll take Pepto-Bismol, but like how do you get the hairs to grow? Um, stop brushing your teeth. Okay. It's only liquid? Yeah. Okay. Only liquid, stop brushing your teeth, you smoke like a lot of cigarettes, peroxide, that, uh, yeah. peroxide, peroxide mouthwash. mouthwash, just like bleach your hair, bleach your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. So weird. Yeah. I, I don't recommend doing that. No. <laughs> I just want to be able to like braid them. Oh, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it gets I that. Know. Into... I know. <laughs> we have like tongue dreads. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the grossest concept. Tongue dreads. Tongue dreads. Swipe left. You're welcome. <laughs> don't forget to brush out your tongue dreads and air out your vagina. <laughs> Thanks. That's gross podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.